I was running and this guy like just was driving in his car and he stopped and he like called out to me and I, I was, you know, had my headphones on whatever. And I turned them off and I was like, what? And he's like, tries to talk to me and he's like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, I, I, I'm busy. What do you want? You know? Welcome to part-time athletes, a podcast that interviews everyday people about their fitness journeys. That was Holly Nacello. She's a long-distance runner living in Goodyear, Arizona, and this is your host, Brie Outside. In today's episode, we're going to talk to Holly about her running journey, and she's also going to touch a little bit about safety and being a female runner. Just one quick disclaimer, if you choose to apply any advice or opinions from this podcast or its guests to your own life or anyone else's, you do so at your own risk. Now that that's out of the way, let's get started, athletes. So you've done four half marathons? Yep. All four here in half Arizona? marathons. Uh, yeah, actually, I did. Uh, two of them were the Mesa half, and then uh, one Sedona, and one was Lake Powell. How's the Sedona one? I haven't done that one. It's beautiful. It's really hilly, but it's so pretty. Oh, so you haven't done Lost Dutchman then? Uh-uh. That one's my favorite race ever. It's probably not as pretty as Sedona, but there's, I don't know, they have a really good setup and then the price is just right. It's kind of a bummer that it's, it went virtual this year. I wasn't going to do the in-person anyway, so I'm actually glad it went virtual, but uh-huh. just, yeah, I mean, COVID, everything is a bummer, right? So yeah, it just ruined everything. Is that the one that's out in Apache Junction? Yeah, like Gold Canyon. It it has some oh, okay. hills too. Like I kept asking people. I did the full marathon and then I did the half the following year. But I kept asking people about it because I didn't know what they meant by challenging course. And there's <laughs> a few hills, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I don't know they the marathon setup they have um or at least I don't know if it'll change. But they had like all these like mats and these like fire pits. And they had, like, the good snacks, like, really good, like, RX bars and stuff. Anytime there's, like, good snacks, I don't know, I'm there. <laughs> For sure, definitely. <laughs> I guess let's go back to your beginning. So when did you start running? Um, I think I started seriously running. I want to say it was, like, the very beginning when I started paramedic school. It was just a really stressful time. So that was like around 2016. I was kind of like interested in it like here and there. But like during the first semester of medic school, I really got into it because I was just, I needed some outlet. I was super stressed out. I, you know, I, I, I just needed something to like keep me moving forward, you know, and when you're stuck in school in such a long program, you just, you feel like you're never going to get to the end. So with running, I like, I started to see like, I could do this 5k and I've accomplished something. So it was just little, little bits and pieces here that made me feel like I was accomplishing things and made me feel better about myself. And I really started seeing that it was building up my confidence Maybe not like right away, but over the last couple of years, I've seen a huge difference in myself. And I really attribute a lot of that to running. So how did you land on running as your like sportive choice? Do you know, did you know other runners already or 
Is it because you ran in school before? Um, so I did zero sports when I was in school. I was not athletic. I was barely coordinated. I, I think what it was, was I really just, I could grab a pair of shoes and I could go outside and I could challenge myself that way. Um, I'd gotten gym memberships before and not use them. And I was kind of tired of just like wasting the money, but like running it, it's become a sport that's not very free or very inexpensive for me anymore. But at the time it was, you know, I had a pair of shoes. I'm just going to go outside and I'm going to run. And, uh, I made it probably to like, you know, a block before I was out of breath. But then, you know, the next day I tried for two blocks and three blocks I had a couple of friends that were starting to get into like 5Ks. Um, and even my husband was interested in doing like one of the obstacle course races. And so it kind of was, we, I was opened up to a world of like all of these different options and all these races and this big community. And I was really drawn to that, I think. Do you mostly still just run by yourself or did you find like local groups to join? I mean, pre-COVID, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I still run by myself and I pretty much always have. Um, I don't hate the fact of like running with a group. I would love to do some group runs, but I'm that kind of person that's, you know, I run pretty slow, so I don't want to hold anybody up. Um, but I really enjoyed. I don't know. That was a good <laughs> PR. The one I saw on your Instagram, I was like, what does she mean? She runs slow. That's a solid time. <laughs> <laughs> that was, um, that was uh, Mesa half and that one is all downhill. <laughs> yeah. That's a great course for PRs. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm hoping they're having it again this year or, you know, 2021 because I think that I can set a new PR on that course. I've gotten a little bit faster. I'm still slow, but I've gotten a little bit past, faster. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I, I love running in races where there's other people around, and I've talked to you know, people around me while we're running. Um, but for the most part, for training, I like to you know, focus on what I'm doing and sometimes I get a little off track and I'll take my Instagram pictures or I'll stop at Starbucks or, you know, I'll forget what I'm doing and lollygag for a couple of hours. But <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty much a solo runner as it is and probably will be until, you know, the COVID restrictions or we're not so worried about COVID anymore. Wait, back but up. I think so. <laughs> What's the most you've ever lollygagged on around? Because I think, like, I've seen yard sales or, like, thrift shops, and I've stopped for those. But, like, you said a couple hours, so you have to talk oh. about that. <laughs> uh, like, okay, so I'll stop at Starbucks, and usually my long runs are on Sundays. So everybody's at Starbucks. It's a long line. So I've been there for, like, a half an hour, you know, maybe a little bit longer. And then I have to drink my drink because I'm not going to run with my drink. And so that turns into like, you know, a good 40, 45 minutes. Um, I'll stop and take my pictures or I'll see things along the way that I want to uh, take pictures of. I've called my mom in the middle of a run just to like say, hey, what's going on? You know, <laughs> and then get sidetracked. 
Um, These sound like pretty fun leisurely runs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. <laughs> I figure they're my long runs. They're supposed to be like kind of slow. And then I just like, I think I just get bored. <laughs> I had my husband bring me water twice on my last run. Uh, Cause it was still like over a hundred degrees um, last Sunday. And he hung out with me for probably a good 20 minutes while I like drank some water. And <laughs> I don't know. It was, I, I, I really enjoy like my time on my run and I tend to extend it <laughs> longer than necessary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That sounds, maybe I should like take mine slower sometimes. That sounds actually kind of fun. Um, what do you wish that you'd known at the beginning of your running journey? Like if you could go back in time and tell yourself. I wish I'd have known that, um, <laughs> well, two things. I wish I'd have known that I should have gotten a proper shoe fitting. Um, I think that's a pretty common one. But, yeah. like, I started out in um, a pair of shoes that were too small, and I would get, you know, really sore feet, a couple of blisters. And once I got once I got the shoe fitting and found my right shoe, like, I wore Brooks Ghost, and I will never go back. Those are my favorite shoes. Um, and the other one is not every bra is a running bra. So <laughs> that's so solid. There's, I see so many women and I'm like, no, like you need more support. <laughs> and like, you can't say anything because that's weird to just go up to someone and tell them they need another bra. But exactly. I'm like, okay, uh, some sports bras are great for like yoga or lifting, but not every bra is a running bra. And I really wish that, I don't know, I probably just would have saved myself a little bit of discomfort if I'd have done a little bit more research or consulted somebody about proper fitting attire, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, I wish there was more companies that like specialized in that because I feel like the market's kind of behind the curve. I will say uh, the Brooks Juno is my favorite one right now. I bought up a ton of those because they were, I don't know, they just worked so well for me. And I, they're, they look a little bit like bulletproof vests. Like <laughs> they're, but they are very supportive. And those are my favorite ones. But like just ones that you buy off the rack at like, you know, regular sports bras, medium support. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> so you've done um, several half marathons. Have you done a full yet or are you planning to or are you just going to stick with the halves? I am training for my first full marathon. Um, I'm doing, well, I should say I'm planning on doing uh, the Honolulu Marathon in December. And I'm super excited about it. So I'm really hoping it doesn't get canceled. But if it does get canceled, um, I'm hoping that maybe I could switch to the full for the Mesa Marathon. And if I can't do either, then I'll just run it virtual. But I'm super excited to run in Honolulu. One, because it's Honolulu. And <laughs> uh, we're making it kind of a vacation. But my training, it's like I've never trained for 
you know, this distance before. And it's a lot of, um, I'm doing a lot of things different than I did with the half marathon. Um, so I'm lifting weights uh, twice, maybe three times a week, depending if I'm feeling it. And then I actually, actually consulted a, a nutrition coach um, to help me really dial in my nutrition and get me, you know, really race ready because I want to, this is going to be like kind of a once in a lifetime thing, at least in Honolulu. I'll probably do a marathon again if I like it, but um, I want to do well and I want to give it my all. So I've really, that's my, been my focus um, since the end of July, I think. I did a 20, I think it's a 20 week marathon training plan and uh yeah going going strong <laughs> i did 14 miles on sunday so getting That's awesome that you're keeping <laughs> up with the training i i took like a three-month-off break uh like in march once covid kind of hit i was like i just want to stay inside see what's going on and then it's been really hard to get like back into it consistently. And then I was trying on new running shoes. I ordered shoes from Asics yesterday and I was uh-huh. jumping around in them and I did something to the back of my ankle, <laughs> just oh, jumping no. around in those. So going to have to take another couple days off, but that's awesome that you did 14 miles and you're keeping on, are you, you're sticking to your training plan pretty consistently? Yeah, I have had to take a couple of days off here and there, not, not too frequently, but just when I start to feel like I don't want to aggravate any kind of potential injury. That's what happened in my first marathons or my first half marathon. Um, five weeks before the Mesa half, the first time I ran it, um, I got an IT band injury and it hurt so bad to run. I could walk, but it was, you know, still painful. And that, that last five weeks was like really vital in my training. I'd never run that far before. So now I'm like really adamant about listening to my body and what's going on. Cause I do not want to, <laughs> I do not want to get to that point five weeks from race day where I'm hurting again and have to take all that time off. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a pretty solid plan with the strength training and a nutrition coach. So that's awesome. I've been really trying to like hunker down on this. (laughs) Yeah, no, you sound like you're zoning in and you're ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have like a favorite running story or anything odd or crazy that happened on any of your runs over the years? I don't really have um, anything super funny, but I was, um, you mentioned how you took off some time in March when COVID hit. And I did the exact opposite. I started going out for longer runs because the weather was so nice and fewer people were around. (laughs) So I actually was doing like 10 mile runs every day or every other day. And um, one day I was like, I think I'm going to do 16 miles today. And I was coming down a sidewalk that I'd run on before and wasn't really paying attention and I'm three miles in at this point. And I catch the lip of the concrete and it just sends me flat on my face. And I like kind of roll into the rocks. This is on like a major street too. So people are passing by 
and oh. I kind of sit there, <laughs> I kind of sit there for a second, like, did that just happen? And I had this like big old uh, abrasion on my knee and like a scratch on my arm, and not one person stopped to see if I was okay. I was like, you know what? <laughs> oh well. So I got up and I still ran the rest of you know uh, thirteen more miles after that, but like around that same area um this is more of a story for like you know safety um I was running and this guy like just was driving in his car and he stopped and he like called out to me and I I was you know had my headphones on whatever and I turned him off and I was like what and he's like tries to talk to me and he's like hey what's going on I'm like "I, I I'm busy what do you want you know I outlined this much better in my Instagram, (laughs) but basically I told him like, I'm not interested. He's like, I'm just looking for some attention. And I told him, well, go look somewhere else. And he called me rude. And so I was like, okay, bye. And I ran away, but it's just a, a story that this happens to a lot of women. I got a lot of feedback on that story and it's something that's really common. And I think it's worth bringing up to, you know, make sure that people are being vigilant and aware of their surroundings. And also, you know, people should stop yelling at runners while they're out trying to work out. (laughs) But do I would, I seriously would like to know if male runners get like as many cat calls or yelled at because it just, it's almost like every run and, or there's like last time I went running a couple days ago, there was this creepy dude who went out of his way to watch me and I'm like why does this have to happen to us and you gave that guy way more attention than I would have I probably would have flipped him off and then been like oh I shouldn't have flipped him off because now he might follow me Uh (laughs) right and like my first thought I don't know if I'm like too trusting which I've been working on but um I my first thought was like oh what if he's like stopping me to tell me I dropped something or like maybe he's like you know it's like it <laughs> that was that my first thought wasn't even like oh like this guy could be no dangerous. it was <laughs> just say like, no right. you're out running and a dude is trying to stop you it's yeah I think like the one percent of the time it's gonna be something like that <laughs> right well to show that I have grown I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories uh, on Sunday, but I had an incident where I was running on the shady side of the street and this white van pulled up a little bit ahead of me and then pulled off to the side and the uh, passenger got out and like went to the back and opened the back door and just kind of sat there for a minute. So I crossed the street cause I was like, I'm not going to deal with that. And as they like go to pull away because what they finished what they were doing the driver rolls down his window and goes don't worry you're safe and I was like why was that even necessary (laughs) right I was like why was that even necessary I crossed the street that should have been the end of it (laughs) so even when you try to protect yourself it's like I don't know you get called out for it I guess (laughs) yeah but it's just it's crazy because you're right. It's like you were just trying to work out and then you have to stop thinking about your workout because you have to immediately think about your safety. And it, it's just so ridiculous that that has to be a problem. And I've, I don't know. It's just so unfair. 
Right. And it's like, I don't know how to, you can't, I don't know how to solve that except, you know, people have to teach men not to do that, but it's, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> and I don't want to take right. that on, but <laughs> does anyone want to take that on? Cause I don't think so, but <laughs> <laughs> I also like, I think that good pieces of equipment to have if you're you know we talked about you know running shoes and what newbies should know but something newbies should also know is you know how to protect yourself it's unfortunate and it really shouldn't be a thing but it is a thing you know we're women and if we choose to run at night we you know are subjected to certain dangers and I know that there's other populations that are subjected to dangers during the daytime and they have to be aware of things that they really shouldn't have to worry about while they're running but um, I think having good situational awareness and I don't know just like knowing (laughs) knowing what's going on around you I carry pepper spray and a baton so (laughs) bring it on carry a baton too (laughs) Is it heavy? <laughs> um, I think it weighs like a pound. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not that bad, no. But <laughs> Where do you keep it, though? Where do I get it? No, where do you keep it? Do you carry it in your hand, or do you have a pack? Ideally, like, you would carry it in your hand, but I, I run with a, um, like, a hydration pack, so I stick it in there. And then you can just be, like, Wonder Woman and, like, whip it out. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, come on, bring it on. Mess with me. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Don't mess with Holly. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I should put a disclaimer. That's not an open invitation for people to mess with me. (laughs) No. Yeah. It's for emergencies only. (laughs) Right. You know, they would be pretty lucky, though, because you are a paramedic, right? So if you, like, Mm -hmm. knocked somebody out or did – I mean, at least you would know how to make sure that they were still alive while you called the police. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, I guess I I have a duty to make sure that you don't die. (laughs) All right, athletes, that's all the time we have for today's episode. I want to say special thanks again to Holly for agreeing to be on this episode. It was awesome chatting with you, and I'm really glad I found you on Instagram. If you want to connect with Holly or just see what she's up to um, or see how her training's going for her marathon in Honolulu, you can find her at, at Holly underscore Renz underscore AZ on Instagram. So it's Holly, H-O-L-L-Y underscore Runs with an S underscore AZ. And then, of course, I want to say thanks to you, the listener, for listening to this episode out of everything else that you could be listening to right now, or you could be listening to nothing right now. So thank you so much for picking part-time athletes. And I really hope that you connect with me on Instagram. It's at Brie Outside, B-R-E-O-U-T-S-I-D-E. And you can also find me at BrieOutside.com. And if you want to be on the show, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Or if you just want to talk about the show, um, tell me what kind of sports that you would like to hear about or what kind of athletes you want to hear about. Don't hesitate to reach out. I really like interacting with people, especially during these times when main interaction is coming from online. That said, I hope you tune in next week on Tuesday for another episode of 
part-time athletes.